0: So I haven't always been the best sleeper, but I'm I'm certainly getting better and meditation has been a big part of of helping me become a better sleeper. Um, We've got a great tool for it here, Matt.
1: Yeah, we do. The Mind Detox app with Fiona Lamb uh, re- has a, a special section for sleep and, and I couldn't uh, be happier for that because I know full well how, how it feels to not sleep. I, ha- I suffered from uh, sleep deprivation disorder for many years and, and I struggled heavily. So if you want to check that out, go to the App Store or on Google Play and um, check
0: that out if you, are, if you are struggling with your sleep at all. Welcome to the Naked Professors podcast. Um, it's another favourite of mine this time. This is a man I have connected with in recent times because of his incredible story. It, this is—I this is, actually—we we connected on Instagram, and. Uh, The first thing I saw was his beautiful message How much he loves his wife and his kids And he was very vulnerably open about it And I just thought, who's this guy showing this? What a beautiful message that is Because he looks tough and, you know, he was a strong looking guy And uh, there he was bearing his heart And anyway, we connected and we chatted And today, we got him on our podcast, Matt I have to say I'm
1: going to swear right now He blew my tits off He absolutely did I've never seen somebody so Focused and so ready he was ready he's ready um after his hearing his story reading about him um i was intimidated at first again whenever i see somebody um that i feel has a greater mind a greater strength of mind a a greater knowledge of mindfulness wellness etc i'm always a bit intimidated um but because we had our check-in um which you'll hear in a second that was that was really interesting to see two kind of men checking each other out kind of men kind, well, yeah kind of men yeah <laughs> two men just um just seeing each other working each other out and then then moving forward that was that was
0: fun it was powerful for me oh. it was really powerful um it was that, like two it, dogs sniffing each other's bums <laughs>
1: <laughs> just <laughs> testing each that's other that's one way to put it but we for were, sure. in, in, instead of um going through the entire interview yeah. not knowing yeah. we 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 set we did the check-in which is so important yeah. to me now yeah and we checked in and we saw each other and then both egos went ta-ra
0: it and then creates, we got on with it is such a powerful space yeah such a powerful space michael's story is incredibly powerful and you you know you just commented on on how sort of put together and how focused mm. and driven he is such an important part of this is that he was could not have been further from that space growing up he had such a disruptive childhood which he touches on he had so many challenges in his life that he went through and he has worked so hard at getting to where he is and for me he is just the ultimate example of what you can become if you're dedicated to growing and why wouldn't you want to be that man that's this is my thing like i use an inspiration to me you know i'm not
1: perfect at the moment i'm on my own path and i'm making strides maybe it's like three steps forward two steps back sometimes but that for me is is somebody to aspire to be he's got it all together like the but you know, he has not know but not but it seems you know, yeah i, yeah, know. I suppose yeah, totally right. i hear you but, but you know what i mean still I'm challenges just, yeah of course there's but it's challenges. hard work to get to that point yeah. right And um, it it just it just blew me away because when he was talking, he had such like piercing eyes. The focus was electric. Yeah, and like I said, it blew
0: my tits off. Yeah, and I hope it blows yours off, listener. I think it will. This is a special conversation, isn't it? Yes. Have we? Is there anything else we need to send? No, let's get into it. Go on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Maisy.
1: Welcome to the podcast. First and foremost, nice one. Thanks for coming. No worries, we really appreciate it. Um, uh, We're going to start every. We're going to try and start every podcast off with a check-in. We forget sometimes, don't we? We do forget. We check out though. (laughs) We do check check out. out. We do check out out the other day. Um, For me, um, I've learned about check-ins through a a men's retreat um, where you have to say three words that best uh, truly represent how you feel in that moment, with a brief explanation so have you done one of these before have you, have you done the done loads before? of this stuff mate, you've done yeah. a lot of it yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah so crack on then yeah check
2: in You didn't lead us so wow. um how am i feeling i've got some fear got a little bit of fear going on the fear comes from a place of not really knowing you matt i've met ben a few times but not really knowing you new energy um which was always a trigger for me growing up being around new men new energy trying to assess is it a risk or not what sort of version of me do I have to present to this man to be safe etc etc so going through that at the minute feeling them feelings feeling excited as well um, which is sort of manifesting as a feeling of joy in my heart Um, excited to be here and do this me and Benna spoke about it for a while Um, and yeah also feeling a little bit like I've had a really busy week and doing lots of really positive stuff and this is like the last the last thing i get to go home to devon this evening hopefully and um if traffic isn't too bad and see my wife and kids which i'm really looking forward to yeah so that's me thanks <laughs>
1: that's a good in.
0: so natural was,
1: yeah absolute natural He's done that thank you problem. for your honesty no worries
0: buddy ben crack on um okay so i've got i have got that little bit of that friday feeling where um a bit like what you just said. It's, it's been quite quite a long week, and I was on holiday the week before last. So um, I kind of feel, you know, the week's been the week's been long, and I, I'm looking forward to kind of stopping. So I've got that a little bit, a little bit of kind of excitement, but but yeah, just tiredness, tiredness at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm always excited every time I sit in the seat. Uh, there's a bit more extra excitement, Michael, because I know you, and like you said, we've been we've been talking about this for, for for so long, and I know your story so well, and I think it's an incredible one. And then we, you know, we've had a little taster, and I know just you know how, how sort of in tune we are with with so much. I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you. Um, definitely excited, and then I don't know. There's a constant sense of sort of frustration for me as well in, in life at the moment. I feel a lot like. I'm not getting as much of the things done that I want to. I keep I feel in London there's a constant chase 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 and I, and I and I feel like there's so much that I want to achieve and I'm not getting there because I'm I'm I keep reacting rather than getting to the deep work. So I said earlier it's Friday. I've got that Friday feeling but also I don't feel like I've completed everything that I wanted to you know, wanted to get to yet this week. Um running around chasing circles. So um yeah, frustrated excited and um Friday feeling I guess. Friday. Friday. <laughs> um, I
1: hear you. Thank you for your honesty. I, um, I'm i going to check in uh, with, I, I, I hear what you're saying about frustration. Um, I think uh, at the moment I am at my limit of what I can do with work and I'm, I'm, I'm training for the New York Marathon. So I, that feels like a part-time job at the moment maybe a full-time job Um, because I'm constantly physically fatigued, but mentally like with all the different things that I've set out to do and they've all manifested in a lovely way. It's trying to get to do the best job I possibly can. And I Mm. feel like I'm just sinking in it slightly. Um, And all I want to do is just go and hide and, and, and just put my head into like a big pit of sand Mm. Um, but I can't because I've got a busy weekend and then I'm giving a speech at a uh, police conference Monday and then I'm off to do two TV campaigns. And there's just, which is great, amazing stuff, but I just, I wouldn't mind a bit of a a holiday or sometimes maybe like a few days in the same bed because I'm traveling a lot at the moment. But I'm grateful for that nevertheless. Um, Interesting what you said um, about uh, new people. Mm. I have that new person not um trying to project a certain image onto somebody else i um i have a certain amount of intimidation when i meet somebody Mm -hmm. and 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 i think they're further down the path of enlightenment or knowledge or experience than i have i always have that i think it well i don't i gotta own this i always assume it's because um it, it, when in school, where I come from, where I was brought up, we always looked at somebody—a teacher or a police officer—they were always above you or whatever. So anybody that had some higher knowledge or power or something, they felt they had more power over me. So, mm. like I, you know, all, already with your your essence and your energy, I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm <laughs> out of my depth, <laughs> fuck, and I'm, intim- Im-, Im-, I'm intimidated, intimidated mm. by you. So that that's less intimidated, mm. I am. I'd say discombobulated with all the work and stuff. I just need mm. to kind of compartmentalise. all lovely words there. And um, I am also excited. I'm excited because, like Ben says, getting into this room, mm. it feels like this is a good space. Mm. Out there, it's it's bonkers, and it's mm. always being pulled p- from pillar to post. But in here, it's a safe space. So
2: I'm in mm. with oh, that. I'm in. That was beautiful. Uh, I already feel so much closer to you yeah. in your vulnerability yeah totally like just, just so much closer to you Matt it's yeah. like god it just breaks it down one check in instantly boom, straight instantly. away as
1: soon as you said that with new person new energy uh, yeah I can relate to when I was a younger when a young man mm. and how that made me feel all mm. the types of people you think you need to project onto mm. that person mm i mean that's vulnerable for mm. me that's the pure yeah. sign of vulnerability and honesty mm. this
0: is what we always do as men isn't it? yeah Th- that yeah, is it's great. such a great example of vulnerability mm. always you know mm. when, when you share your fears you, you guys are connected now and yeah. that's beautiful to yeah. have that because how long would it have taken you guys to r- sort of remove that energy or still be feeding each other out we yeah. might have been half an hour into the podcast yeah, now of you, b- you both see each other do yeah. you know what i mean which is lovely yeah yeah cool if only yeah. more men could do that <laughs>
1: Well, I know. <laughs> I know, we could do it every time we meet somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hi well, there, this is check it. in.
0: Might oh, be a fun. bit, bit excuse me, I'm really intimidated by you. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah in much. McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> what order do
0: you want, mate? Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: I just want to check in first. I'll have a fillet, fillet of fish, but I want to check in with you first. Is that okay, sir? <laughs> uh, again, the, yeah. thank you very much for coming onto this podcast. I think this no is going to go.
0: Ben. Uh, Ben has been gushing over you, (laughs) literally gushing over you. You're a big fan, aren't you? Michael's an an amazing, amazing man. His story's incredible, and you know that the whole thing is, is unbelievable from start to finish, and everything he's been through, and the fact that he's sitting in this space looking so handsome, charming, slick, everything that he is now after everything he's been through, and he's a major success story. I just have huge respect for anyone who, for me, anyone who fights for their life, anyone who's like, you know, my life's not going in the right direction, and I'm willing to stand up to that. And make changes and, and get it to where I want to be. And Michael is one of the best examples I've ever come across. The best example I've ever come across of a man who's who's, who's willing to step up and fight for their life, mm-hmm. and uh, and come out the other side. And to see him now, it's a big topic it's, at yeah, the moment, thank you, Ben. Oh. Yeah, and it's it is a big situation at the moment. I feel
1: where people make mistakes people have lives and um, people make lots of changes i think a lot a lot as well in the men in the man world um in there's there's this huge issue at the moment where men are being told to be somebody different or to be somebody else or whatever that is whatever that means and i and 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 possibly rightly so i think lots of men have gone the wrong way and 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 it can become Sexist or whatever it is, whatever whatever results in in their ill feelings. So there's there's I feel there's this huge resurgence. Or, or this or this has never happened before. This this huge beginning of men trying to change the direction of their life. Mm. I've I've we we've talked about it a lot, and change is a huge huge part of my life mm. and definitely Ben's life. There there was a moment when we both went, well, the three of us sat here when i don 't want this anymore i, I got I, I have to change possibly everything about me to move in a certain direction. Mm. Do you feel the same? Do you feel that is there's is an awakening
2: in especially the u k with men that need this Yeah, I think it 's happening worldwide I think worldwide it's happening you know and um it 's sort of a balancing out of the energies you know the masculine energy has been pushed to the tip of it you know we 're completely raping Mother Earth, which is a feminine energy and it's brought us back to this point where the male suicide rate is an all-time high and it's bringing us back to balance the energies out where we have to get in touch with the feminine, you know, and um, what is that, you know, grounding ourselves to Mother Earth, being out in nature, listening to what's going on inside us, you know, Um, not trying to numb it out, not trying to be something that we're not, you know, um, a lot of the men's groups I'm involved with, the phrase we use is all of you is welcome, all of your energies are welcome. You know, even the bits like what we spoke about during our check-in, the fear, you mm. know, the fear, that's welcome too. You know, and um, if we can sort of keep this theme going, I think the younger, the up-and-coming generation of men are going to find it a lot easier.
0: Mm. Can you give us just a little, you know, your story is an amazing one. Can you give us just an indication of quite the change that you've been through yourself? Because it's, it's a remarkable one. Yeah, sure. So um, I think
2: the the first moment I decided that I was going to change, I'd, I'd come in towards the end of my third prison sentence. I was eighteen years old. I had just detoxed from heroin addiction. I just survived a suicide attempt. I was brought back to life, hanging in my prison cell, put in a padded cell. And when I got released, I, I made a decision. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't. I don't want to come back to prison. But how am I going to do it because my dad's a heroin addict and my mum's an alcoholic um, and I've got no qualifications. All my mates have got GCSEs and then done apprenticeships. I've been in prison since pretty much just turned 16. And it was hard, you know, it was a really hard thing to, how do I turn this around? Because I, I don't really have time to go back and do my GCSEs. I don't have support to go to uni. What can I do? And I think the first and most important thing for me was getting sober. Because whenever things got hard for me, I'd go to the pub. If things were good for me and I had done something great, I'd go to the pub and celebrate. So any feeling I had, I numbed it out. So I had no way to like process. If I'd done something well, there was no going, okay, what went well there? How do we repeat that so we have the same results again? I'd just numb it out. And if it went bad, it's like, okay, well, how do I learn from this so I don't make the same mistakes again? So I, numbed, I never learned anything. And so at the age of 25, I decided the first thing I've got to do is get sober. I've been sober ever since. It'll be 12 years in December. And that was like the platform, the foundations for all of my self-development. I knew I couldn't go back to school. um, But there's a lot of things that I could do. You know, I could set goals. I could have a, you know, powerful vision. I could be really disciplined. I could seek failure. I could look for things that really challenge me. I could keep looking in the accountability mirror and keep looking at the things within me. And I just doubled down on that. It was like, yeah, I might not have the qualifications, but I will be the hardest worker and I will be the most relentless person who's willing to look at them, look at the darkest parts of themselves. And so you combine that attitude with the fact that most people have one day a week missing because they're nursing a hangover. You know, I caught up with everyone and overtook them all. So if it's one day a week where you're nursing a hangover and I'm on my A-game, that's 52 days a year, you know, don't take long for you to catch up, you think. So,
0: so where are you at now? I mean, that you know, you, there's the adversity, all the challenges you've been mm. through. And, and to give us some the full extent of where, where you've got to now is is, is is kind of even more impressive.
2: Yeah, sure. So 12, 12 years sober, um, I set up a business a successful business um, out of prison came out of prison set up a successful business when I was about two years sober still got the business now that was another area that I learned how to master business had a really successful business coach um, and just put systems in place in my business so how do I have the perfect outcome where you have the perfect client who pays the perfect money and they at the other end they're happy and you get paid a lot I created a system for that and then I made that system idiot-proof so anyone can run it. And then I got people in my business to just run the systems at work and then made them shareholders so then I could take a step back and get paid for it. So I haven't worked in my business for about four years now. Um, I take a salary from it and basically that's my bread and butter. I moved to Devon, bought a house with 10 acres of land. Um, I run men's retreats on my land. I deliver courses in prisons to help other young men. Um, I won an award for it in 2014 from the Metropolitan Police. Um, I wrote my book, Young Offender. Um, And, yeah, I dedicate my life to helping others, basically. That's what it's about for me. And I created a free online program for anyone who wants to get sober. So the biggest hurdle for me when I was trying to get sober was I was really broke. So I host a free online platform for people who maybe may not necessarily want to go to Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous but they want to just see if they've got a problem, they go to my online course and they do it. So about 35 people have uh, completed it and about 250 people are currently enrolled in it.
1: Isn't that incredible? It's man? like a mindfulness machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the It's like the, the Terminator. <laughs> It's just the term, opposite. <laughs> terminating problems. Like, it's, just, it's just, you know, like we, we, we have our wants and needs and goals and what we want to achieve. And just, you just look at that and go, Whoa, <laughs> yeah, that, that okay. seems like a lot of was, hard work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, how's the
0: intimidation levels? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it, and I'm intimidated.
0: Gone beyond. <laughs>
1: it's, gone beyond. It's, the fo- it's the focus. Um, yeah. you, have you always had this focus?
2: No, I haven't. Obviously,
1: no. obviously, you might not have when before you were in prison, etc. Yeah, but may, did you have signs of this when you were younger? Were you when you got um, your, the bit between the t- your teeth? Mm-hmm. Were you just
2: yeah? So inhaled? that's where I think a lot of people blame addiction for all the bad stuff. If you're gonna, uh, I'm a big believer. If you're gonna blame something for the bad stuff, blame it for the good stuff as well. And I definitely wouldn't be where I am today if I wasn't an addict. An addict, because I just become addictive about doing something and i don't stop until it's done you know and i get these ideas during that come to me mostly in meditation which i believe come from god you know not really i'm not religious type god but you know i just call it god a higher power whatever it is and when i meditate i get these ideas which i believe are like divine inspirations and then i'm like i was just like i'm gonna create a course you know i put it all started the the online program started with A post i'd done on facebook showing a picture of me when i when i was an alcoholic and a picture of me when i was sober and i got it got about seven thousand likes and i got about 200 200 300 inboxes from young men all asking the same question about you know binge drinking and i was just like i went into meditation it was like why don't you just create an online program where you can just say look I'm not going to answer this question. Just enrol on this course. It's free. It costs you nothing. Just enrol. Because I found myself like copying and pasting the same response to all these men. And so I felt like I diverted there a bit. But basically my addiction, my addictive personality um, has been really helpful in achieving all this stuff. That's it. That
1: kind of makes sense in a way. We, we, we've talked to many people. Well, one that sprung to mind there was Matt Willis. You know, uh, very much an addictive personality. And mm. it's gone into the wrong direction at times but then now it's the gym or being a good family man and mm. all that type of different stuff mm. but what what really stands out there for me is the is the meditation thing and the like the divine intervention because mm. i think i've been through that recently and i've been open and honest about this but my issue is keeping that focus mm-hmm. i i have these ideas. Like I say, I'm, I'm swimming around going, oh, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this. Oh, oh, that'll work. And then, or that extra push of energy. Mm. Uh, what advice would you have? I mean, this is free therapy yeah. for me. What advice <laughs> would you have for just keeping that going? So is- write it
2: down. First thing, Okay. write it down as a goal. So this idea, write it down and then have a deadline and then put it on a vision board. So like your ideal outcome. So, one of my, like my vision board for this year, I had I printed off a picture of an Amazon bestseller. Just a, just the, the, you know, the little badge you get when yeah. a book a bestseller. I picked it and put it off, put it on the wall. I wanted to, uh, off the back of the book, I wanted to speak at more bigger schools to get my message out there. So I put a picture of me on stage um, in a massive audience and put it on my vision board. So first of all, write it down. That's your goal. So now you're slightly accountable you even increase that accountability when you give it a deadline. Okay. Yeah, and then you give it a deadline, but to help you get to the deadline, if you're looking at the ideal outcome on the wall every day, so stick it on your mirror or stick it somewhere like that. So then you're seeing the you're seeing it every day. You're like, okay, this is in reach. I'm gonna hit this soon. I'm gonna hit this. This is you look at it, look at it, look at it, and you know, knock on the door should be opened, you know. And if you're visualizing it, it it, it appears.
1: Mm and when you're in that process
2: um,
1: you must well in my uh, in my mind you must have a you you have a family yeah so you have a really understanding wife i assume that mm-hmm. just supports you with all these visions and
2: she's great yeah yeah
1: yeah cuz yeah, yeah. i think managing life as well is difficult when you have all these grand ideas. Mm. It's difficult to explain to somebody else that that's what you'd like to do with your life. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And I think the one thing that separates me from a lot of people who I speak to is that I'm a really hard worker. So I've got no problem getting five, six hours sleep a night. I'll get up, crack a dawn, boom, and smash it out. They're like the power hours. If you can if you can be at your desk working from 5 a.m., it's unbelievable what you can achieve. I don't know what it is in the air or energetically. It's like the energy of feeling like I'm ahead of everyone else. Everyone's in bed now. It's like I'm stealing all this
0: energy. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. mad. And that, and I, that, that builds self-love. You become proud of who you yeah. are, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes to like 8 a.m. and you, you, you've already smashed out two and a bit hours of work. And, yeah at that I understand point that. you're feeling pretty good about yourself yeah you heard that with boxers and they train on Christmas day yeah. you know it's just right, that
1: yeah. one step ahead I bet they're not training then or that's why yeah. they go so early as well it's that yeah. extra motivation
0: can we go back to that point okay so yeah, it's sure. almost the, 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 the rock bottom yeah. I don't know which point rock bottom was for you because it's, you know there's, there's a lot of challenges going yeah. on but what what was the, the trigger? You know, I'm I'm thinking of speaking to people now who who are, who are struggling. They're they're in a hole, and they're like, oh, you know, he's he's done so well. This is incredible, but mm. I just don't know where to start. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. W- w- what was your what was your, What was the initial? Was there a point that you could point towards and say that was what I did first?
2: Yeah. So the first thing is reach out, let people in. So that's why, like, I'm a massive fan of what you do. Vulnerability. It's, it's vulnerability. Is like stop trying to kid yourself like you've got this sussed if you're really broken just be honest that you're broken it's okay to be broken you know which we're sort of getting our heads around as men now Mm. you know because we've been trapped in this a men has to look like we got it all together and i have to project the perfect version of what a man should be so i can attract the perfect female it's all like rubbish, right? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. in fact, my wife wants a complete opposite. She wants a gentle, kind man. She doesn't want a big, tough, masculine man. No. I think that's why i got two daughters, to really soften me up. Oh. <laughs> you know, but um, so the key for me was reaching out, letting someone in, being, you know, mate, I'm, I'm pretty fucked and I need some help. Can you help me? You know, as terrifying as that was... Because all my experiences with men, all my life, I mean, I was sexually abused as a kid by my uncle. You know, so any interaction I had with a man is if I get vulnerable with you, you're probably gonna hurt me. So as hard and as terrifying as it is to ask for help, reach out and ask for help.
1: Ben, you're a trained meditation teacher, aren't you?
0: So you know the importance of meditation, right? Yeah, it's been massive for me. Um, getting out of my head, stop trying to be who I, who I thought I meant to be and actually tap into to what's inside. And meditation has been a big part of our journey. And um, yeah, I'm using using my Detox app now. And it's brilliant. It's a, It's a, got a full menu of choosing how I want to feel, what state I want to try and get into. And, and meditation taps into that deeper deeper energy inside of me it's Um, so nice
1: it's so nice to have a sponsor that's in line with our message that's what i really i'm so pleased because we genuinely use it and we genuinely get something from it and and i hope you at home do And i hope you do so far and if you haven't downloaded it so far you can go to the app store and get it there on google play and and just try it out we'd highly recommend listening to the the lovely tones of fiona lamb
0: the mind detox app How did you decide that that would be a good thing to do? How did you did you was it like I've got nowhere else to turn? I might I might as well say this something to someone and and it might bring change. Yeah, it was just the pain when the pain got bad
2: enough when there was no other option. Reaching out was the was the only alternative left for me, you know. And then doing it once and not getting hurt, and then being like I might do it again, and then doing it, and then you get almost used to doing it, and then it becomes a habit that now if I'm struggling I have a man who I trust who I can reach out to reach out to and then that one man becomes two men and then three men and then now you've got five or six blokes if things are tough you can pick the phone up and talk to them and be honest you know like all of you is welcome you can call them up and as ugly and unattractive as feelings your feeling might be at that time to you you can bring them to someone else and they're
0: like yeah that's fine I still love you mate and that's powerful, isn't it? Mm. What's going through my head is that, you know, most of the people we've had on this podcast have reached rock bottom at some point. They've got they've got a story, and I just dream of this world where people can can sit in a space where they don't have to reach rock bottom. Mm. You know, they might have a good life, but that they're not capable of loving deeply, mm. or or they're not capable of of I don't know other things, small little things, not small because loving deeply is massive, but mm. you don't have to reach rock bottom. Actually, you can say, look. I really want to get married and have kids but at the moment my setup isn't really helping me I'm, I guess I'm speaking first hand here because I guess I was in that space you know in my 30s I wanted to get married but I wasn't prepared to, to let people in and, and connect deeply mm. so that was part of my work but wouldn't it be great if people didn't have to reach rock bottom and open up to these I'm not perfect there's areas that I want to improve on I'm mm. not I'm struggling in this area I want to do work on it Mm. Rather than that being seen as oh, chill, mm. chill out like what's wrong with you, you know you're, you're weak for that or mm. whatever it is mm. can we not have this attitude of being willing to improve? Mm. Yeah. I
2: agree and I think with anything it's it's be the change and that's what I see you doing. I see your mission is that that your change you're, you're being the change you want to see. And I had the same thing. you know I was like you know when I before I wrote the book, Pam McMillan was like right we need you on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We need you all over it. And I was like, oh, God, please, no. I hate it. And they was like, why do you hate it? I was like, it's just everyone posting this best life and none of the bad parts. And um, it was this guy in the marketing department, Andy, a really, really lovely gay guy. I was like, well, be the change you want to see then, Michael. And I was like, <laughs> that's bloody great advice. Mm. He was like, so support accounts like yours, Ben, that are putting out genuine, vulnerable, honest content – and create vulnerable, honest content. So, be the change you want to see on social media. And I was like, could you imagine if everyone done that? If someone like Kim Kardashian didn't have four point whatever million followers <laughs> when she and four million likes on a picture of her ass, and some a man being vulnerable had all them likes. Mm. If everyone applied that rule, mm. it'd be a completely different experience. Social media, wouldn't it? Totally. Um, so, I guess I think you're, you, you know, men like us sitting here now are pioneering the way you know to emotional intelligence that's really what we're talking about here totally we're talking about emotional intelligence
1: yeah and i think that we we've we've always had this we can be better notion well i think that for me from with my interpretation of that it's been misguided it's more like bigger and better or it's Mm. louder and you know Mm. more money and all that type of stuff it's Mm. so self-improvement for a man is kind of On the surface, I feel I've been through it going, going new year, new me. I'm going to get all the money and and I'm going to be on all the TV shows and I'm Mm. just going to do all the stuff. And and it never worked out for me in that way. Or even if it did work and you had the money, it never made me happy or whatever Mm. that was. And then when I went into self-improvement, and I can only speak about my own experiences the the change for me was the vulnerability that mm. that just saying and even you can see you probably see a change in my instagram since we've met you know i still slip into this bloody world of show business and slip and get lazy mm. and because it's easier to just project something or project a life and, and you project even to like a few people that you want to impress mm. and i feel we're in, in that territory and to go back on be in the change when I did do that change and when I was really vulnerable this summer I think I I really really got a hold of how early we are in the in the dawn of this awakening mm. there is still so much to do like mm-hmm. if I you know one day I'm like I'm with my dog Alan and I'm like ah, I'm being honest I'm checking in mm-hmm. with this and this and that and it's just a normal, sun is shining, I'm excited for the rugby or whatever it is. Mm. The next day, furious or whatever it was, mm. very short check-in, quite frustrated and sad and whatever. The The amount of people that wanted to jump in and say, are you okay trying to fix me, trying to do this? You mm. should go for a walk, you should mm. try all of this. Um, and just missed the point, mm. just completely missed the point of me saying, this is me in this moment these mm. moments pass mm. it, it helps me actually to say this to you i'm being vulnerable mm. but i think even men and women they were just for me from my experience this summer like in like they kind of got it because I was speaking mm. about my feelings, mm. but they didn't necessarily understand mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the emotion, the the mm. vulnerability, the mm. the fear that, that I was putting myself out there. And mm. when I was just asking for people to to comment back or send their their own check-ins, mm. they kind of got it
2: wrong. Yeah. It was like yeah.
1: hungry and sunny, looking yeah. forward <laughs> to the weekend. I'm like, oh, that's kind of okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like it, it, it just really was like a like a huge. Eye opener to, mm. s- to see, especially mm. with men. Yeah, of course. You know, the amount of men that have come up to me afterwards and said, That was really good, that check in monthly mm. day. That was really interesting. I'm like, can you do it? And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> and, and I get that. Yeah. I get that. I didn't really like, realise how vulnerable I was putting myself out there. Then F- Channel 5 News had me on talking about it. It was such a bloody big deal. Amazing. Then when I switched it around to the newsreader and went, can you do mm-hmm. a check-in now? She was like, um, uh, she became this beauty pageant saying, oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I went, <laughs> oh, I feel very humble. And I was like, fucking, just, you know, we need to really work on going deep into ourselves instead yeah, of this yeah. like, um, I do have a point of this ramble It's no, uh, right. when you know, we have this self-help stuff is always layers upon layers of stuff. We want to be better and bigger. I feel it's deeper we need mm. to go deeper that's where their self-help mm. needs to come from that's mm. what I feel I'm only at the surface of going deeper at the moment and that's what that's what's exciting about these
0: conversations mm. yeah it's, it's the only place it can happen right inside deep inside yes yeah. it has to. but most we are not taught to go deep inside of us mm. we had this chat off, off, off the, off the um, recording earlier we, we're not taught to, to mm. go inside we don't know how like and I think yeah. there's people probably listening to this going oh it all sounds great but I don't know how to be fine. I don't know what my problems are mm. and the problems that that are there I don't really want to talk about them because they're just for me mm. to deal with you know mm. so i'm just going to keep mm. being who i am mm. my, my life changed for me when i went inside and i started to feel like you said being mm. honest mm. started to feel what i felt and actually like addressed it and was honest about it then yeah. something could happen yeah but all the time we're running from it or burying it or just getting mm. drunk or whatever it's mm-hmm. just constantly doing what we're doing you're never actually even aware in the first place yeah yeah of course yeah and i
2: agree with i think the interesting point you made matt about being at the real tip of this iceberg is spot on because really when a man gets vulnerable, a lot of people's self-worth is wrapped up in how do I fix it for this man Hmm. instead of how do I just hold this man in his vulnerability? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? My self-worth isn't wrapped up in making it okay for you. I should just hold this space for you. and, And you can do that literally just by saying, I hear you. Yes. Yeah, I hear you and I'm here for you. Absolutely. Um, but occasionally what I've done in, in, in circles where I know people are prone to jumping in, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. I say, I get vulnerable and then I say, I don't need a solution and I don't want any feedback. I just want to be heard. Just want to be yeah. heard. Yeah.
1: That's th- that is one of the biggest things yeah. for me. Yeah. And in, in that circle and in this circle now, you being heard is mm. was magical mm. to me. Yeah. I've been in situations all my entire life when mm. i've banged a drum and i've i've had conversations and I and and it and it just seems like when I finish talking, it's just an opportunity for somebody else to start talking, mm. instead of just maybe letting that breathe mm. or letting me have my say. Mm. Um, forever, you, when you say what's on your mind, even in past relationships, mm. it's just an opportunity then for them to say, "Well, fix it by doing this," and if you don't do this by then, yeah. what's wrong with you? Mm. And that that was huge for me. So mm. to sit there and like that's 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 my check-in over the summer. Mm. So I was like, I'm just saying it. I don't want your DMs. Yeah. I do not want you to fix me right now. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying I'm frustrated. Yeah. I didn't say why on the day, but mm. I've been traveling for eight hours mm. and I'm knackered and hungover a bit. And, yeah. and, and, and that, I don't have to go into it, but just mm. hear me. Just mm. fucking listen to what I have to say. Yeah. And I think as men, that's lacking. Yeah, it's, of course. Yeah. Men are men. like in yeah, yeah. Men listening to men. Yeah, we yeah. go to the pubs, it's surface conversations mm. about football. Mm. Even fathers and sons and brothers surface mm. conversations at Christmas tables. I mm. mean the thought of having a conversation like this Mm. scares me. Mm, So that's
2: how early on we are. We really are. Yeah. Yeah. And even in term, and it always comes back to emotional intelligence. We're really quite uneducated. We've like what you said, building the bigger, better version of ourselves, all be about acquiring more wealth, more possessions. Yeah. And we're sort of like, I feel this is why we're in such a poor state in terms of mental health and the suicide rate so high because we've got everything we want. Everything we want is a, the touch of our fingertips if you want something go on Amazon order it it's at your door the next day you do have to leave the house Yeah. so we've got everything we want you don't want. even have to earn that money now you can pay it off in installments yeah. if you want yeah. but we've got it all but we're the most depressed we've ever been Yeah. so what does that tell yeah. you it tells you that exact thing we're, we're sort of we're pioneering the way and I think it's just about uh, doing more of what we're doing now, more of these conversations. That's why I think, you know, this podcast is
0: great, you know, yeah. So one of the, the, the things for me around all this is that it's all very well us having this conversation and an alpha man sitting there going, you know, all very well you're talking about that worst, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm fine how I am actually, thanks very much, thanks for for, for all your concerns. I'm fine, I'm just getting on with my thing. Can we talk a little bit about the differences in actually what we feel in in how we are now in being more vulnerable, in being more open and letting people see us, in being more connected to our heart and soul in my language, because this mm-hmm. is what it's about. And out of that egotistical energy of, of needing to to compete and be better and, and make ourselves safe and, you know, not embarrass ourselves and not be vulnerable, effectively. 'Cause that I I having been in that space myself all the way up to the age of thirty, you know, constantly trying to prove myself, get validation, basically living in my head. Mm-hmm. It was an empty existence for me. It was fine, mm-hmm. I ticked boxes and people would say, What well I'm Ben, you know, you're doing well. But I didn't feel alive. I didn't mm-hmm. feel inspired. I didn't feel I didn't feel love. I didn't know what love was. I didn't feel mm-hmm. connected. Uh, I didn't feel excited or energized a lot about life. I didn't have purpose, really. I was just as an autopilot. I was just going through mm-hmm. it. Which for me now, I, I I feel, you know, there's an energy inside of me where I feel alive. Mm. And I know I'm not for everyone, but that, that's okay, because I feel it, it within me. And I feel capable of really seeing people. Like, I love meeting people like you, Michael, because I mm. get to have a conversation. You, know, you say, in the pub, to my football, I don't see those people. It's an aimless conversation. There's, it, 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 sometimes you have a bit of a laugh, but I don't really see them. When we get to have these conversations, I see people, and it, I feel more connected there's a depth there's a like wow this is this is powerful energy Mm. for me you know that connection that seeing people is the most powerful drug I would say that there is out there Mm -hmm. I don't think I even had a clue it existed in my 20s until the age of 30 I never Mm. even experienced it I didn't know what. I didn't need to go chasing it because I didn't experience it I didn't know it was there Mm. so that for me is the biggest change and that's what I want other men to experience but Mm -hmm. I just don't think they know that it's out there do you, what? do you guys feel different in? Do you, does that make? Do you understand where that I'm coming makes from? Total yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys? What are the changes you guys have experienced? I mean, Michael, you've come from a place of real fear, real anger, mm-hmm. real, to to like deep connection, deep love. Mm. You know, massive change. Mm. How, how do you feel yeah. inside of you?
2: Yeah, I think
0: this is where the ego is a beautiful thing because you
2: know, the ego is basically seek humility or get humiliated, and that's what the ego will do to you. You know, if you pursue the ego for long enough, eventually you'll get humbled. And when you get humbled, you have to seek help. So eventually the ego leads you back to vulnerable connection. So, you know what you said about why do people have to have the rock bottom? It's back to this same thing. You can choose to be humble and ask for help. But some people, like what you're talking about, most men are like, I'm fine. I'm fine, mate, I'm fine. Everything's good, mate. I'm fine. It's like, okay, great. When you're not... And I put a question mark whether you are, but when you're not, I'm here,
0: you know? Yeah, that's all you can do.
2: Yeah, that's all you can do, but lead the way, which is what you're doing already. You know, and I think mission comes into this as well, you know, like your sense of unfulfillment. Um, I, when I was about four years sober, I completed a workshop with the Mankind Project. I told you about the Mankind Project, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And part of it is you write a mission. Like, what is your mission statement? Aside from work and family, like, what are you here on the earth for? What are you going to do when it's all said and done, what are they going to say about you? And it was like, God, I'd never thought about this. You know, and I, I still live by, and my mission has changed over the years, but my mission is I inspire men to become, I inspire men and women to become better versions of themselves by using all the tools I have to hand. And you know me, I'm pretty much on mission.
0: You
1: are. Yeah. Yeah and that's we pretty much about <coughs> it. Scarily so as well.
2: <laughs> 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 I <have> a mission, <laughs> right? Yeah, but that's it. When it's all said and done, like, what are they going to say?
0: But what about that actually the is, feeling you have inside of you? How different do you feel now to, to when you were 15 years old? Oh, well, I felt completely
2: powerless. I felt completely powerless. I had no control over much things in my life. I had no control of when I would eat as a kid. I had no control over who would come into my bedroom at night when I was a kid. You know, violence, abuse, neglect. It was all I had no control over any of it. I was just a helpless kid trying to survive. And so you get to the age of 15 having chased this illusion that the way to survive it is to be this tough guy, and then you end up in prison on an attempted murder charge. And you almost get killed in prison for fighting and picking on the wrong guy. I mean, I'm giving away a lot of what's in the book, but, you know, you know this story, Ben, right? You've read the book. And it's just powerless. It's like, God, where what what do I do then? You know what I mean? Where do I go from here? And I think that's where, you know, the powerlessness and the ego can also be a beautiful thing because it led me to a point in my life where I asked for help and from asking for help, it then pulled me back out so
0: um was that pain did you what did you feel like how
2: yeah i mean if i was to go to a doctor's and tell him how i felt he would probably say you're depressed mate have this tablet and be on your way
0: yeah
2: you know and the and the truth is over 12 years of recovery of being sober even being on mission even having all the money car the house i've had times in my life where if i think if i went to the doctor and really told you how i felt he'd probably sound depressed yeah. You know, I just choose not to use antidepressants because I've got an addictive personality. I'll be eating them like they're bloody smarties. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that feeling I think can return at any point if I stop to do the things that make me happy. You know, and I think a lot of people wander around in life not even knowing what makes them happy. I don't mean instant happiness, like how you feel when you a chocolate hobnob in a cup of tea. Well, it was a good feeling that though. It's great. It feels <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it it's the
1: SAS of Duncan well. <laughs> Mate. It lasts a while
2: in it there. It does mate. Yeah. You're not to worry tea. about they're going to fall in, <laughs> in have you? In yeah. a
1: good eight seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Finally yeah. we get onto the great topic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean you're, you're a runner right. Matt aren't you? So you know what it's like before going out for a run. You don't want to go for a ride. Not at all. No. But how do you feel when you get back? Euphoric. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is it, man. It's, very,
1: it's a very similar thing, and that's what yeah. I was going to say, to yeah. answer your kind of lovely question. Um, the feeling um, that I get from when I have these conversations and when I am open and when I am on purpose and when I meditate or I have a connection with somebody, whether it's, it's somebody in Pret or where, whether it's my dad, you know, I that, that feeling is is uh, is unparalleled it's like it's a it's a butterfly warmth vibration feeling that i get um it's 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 it's, it's, it's in the same area as the hate that i had 10 years ago hmm. same part of my body same was a different feeling you know, I, the feeling that i had for four years was if you if, if you're going to fall off the back of your chair that that shocked feeling of like, oh God, or when you fall asleep and you step off a step and you wake up that kind of like, oh God, that, that constant buzzing, hollow, weird feeling that comes from the same place. So talking about actually physical feeling, I I remember that very well. And it's 10 years ago now, Um, knowing that and knowing how I feel when I do have these connections and these deep conversations with people and all that, I still go off track. I still like the run thing. Mm. I know how good a run feels for me. I mm. need to do it. It's going to be wonderful. It takes me 20 minutes to an hour to get my trainers on because I am pushing against it, something in my body. That that's what I that's what I am now with everything. Because mm. I've had an experience of uh, an awakening, a purpose, a vision, many different visions and and my life path set before me. I could do that mood board now. I could do it all. But for some reason, life keeps well, me, I keep going off in a different direction, and I'll, I'll go, oh, I'll just have one bottle of wine, mm. you know, yeah. and then it sets me back days.
0: But you mm. say it's for some reason, this yeah. is what society does, this is how we're taught, you know, and this is, mm. con- this is consuming, and you know, mm. it's, it yeah. feeds the capitalist world. We are, you know, we are not taught to look within for happiness, we are taught to go and buy it
1: but mm. that's the thing that the, the capitalist world and, and not it is no way political I feel if I set myself back a couple of hours even and then it's I slip back into a certain mindset that's not as clear not as purposeful I slip back into a way and I'm scrolling eBay for like guitars I don't need <laughs> uh, and, and I'm looking at Rolex watches on watches.com or something mm, yeah, yeah. I'm slipping into I'm going to buy a house on the, on the water in Whitstable mm-hmm. to I uh, Kensington <laughs> I, <just laughs> want to live there, and I want a shiny car yeah. I slip back into it it's like that's and I, I understand that's why it's hard because mm. totally everything I've ever exactly. been conditioned to think mm. i've tried to strip away and when i strip away it's so glorious it's beautiful mm. yeah. it's a humming feeling in my body and mm. then i'm like fuck that cheese chocolate and booze and th- mm. that's easier for me to digest like it's like you said earlier it's numbing and i feel mm. that's where i am and that's where
2: millions of men are hundred percent, millions man. upon yeah, millions yeah. and there's gold in that as well so yeah. you shouldn't put all of it completely into shadow because sometimes what i do i have my routines and i know what makes me happy But it can also become really bloody boring as well. And there's no gold found in just doing the same thing every day. So every now and again, I'll stop running. I'll stop meditating and I'll experience what comes up for me. Okay, What's coming up for me here? Well, you know, I'm I'm starting to eat crap food. I'm starting to be a bit shitty to my wife. Um, You know, okay, great. Great, and oh, that's in, the, interesting. in in the middle of that, you can learn something about yourself. Okay, where does this come from? Where does this learned behaviour come from? Normally from my childhood. Yeah. What did my parents do? Well, my parents, you know, my mum didn't really believe she deserved anything good for because she came from a gypsy background, so she would drink herself into oblivion. You know? Right. So I'm doing a lighter version of that by eating crap food. Yeah. It's like self harm. Mm-hmm. You don't really deserve to be happy anyway. Just eat that. You'll feel better after. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. And I witnessed, you know, the way my dad treated women. I got 13 brothers and sisters from my dad. And you know that that leaks out into my relationship when I stop doing what's good for me. So there's always gold in it if you're willing yes. to just you know go the awareness is important dip, there. dip your toe into not doing, I'm doing it my toe too much you, and it. that's it <laughs> my biscuits and that's it but when the pain gets bad enough you'll
1: go back to yeah. go back to what works and, and that's what I think I think I can speak on behalf of lots of men all of us in this room probably it's that cycle yeah I don't mm. want to go I've had a blessed two weeks it's mm. been beautiful mm. let's get shit faced. <laughs> 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 let's celebrate the blessed two weeks i just come back from the mountains in Wales yeah and and Zen, <laughs> let's get a shit face and and that, and then you go, it's two weeks backtrack then it's two mm. weeks back into it into the grind when I you know I still work in a kind of a superficial world where it's mm. it's driven t v isn't driven by trying to entertain an audience anymore mm. it is driven by getting money and Mm. selling ideas worldwide and Mm. and everything is it crept it creeps into our world ben doesn't it we're doing a free lovely podcast putting it out there it's part of our heart and soul and then all of a sudden it's like what else can we do what else should we do and people telling Mm. us what we should do and it creeps Mm. into it and it's it's very interesting what you say about like accepting that that mm. creeps in because that's life and that's the yeah. world.
2: It's good to test where your barometer of Zen is mm. almost. Yeah. And it's like when you sit in men's circles and you say to other men, all of you is welcome. Well, is all of you welcome with you? Yeah. Is it? No. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> no, well, Isn't I, it interesting though? We can, we can welcome all of another man. Yeah. We can't welcome ourselves with all our flaws. Yeah. All our imperfections. Yeah. When in fact the point. imperfections are what make us human.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's another thing that I find interesting about this entire process is that you you can read books and say many different things, and mm. I've said this, you know, mm. I said a lot of stuff for many years about like seeing people and feeling them, and mm. you know, just everything is welcome, and mm. I get that everything is welcome in me, and it should be, and but you. You have to feel it. Mm, yeah, of course. Instead of just saying it. And, that, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I think that's it for me. Like, yeah. even you saying that, I'm like, actually, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you, bastard. You got me. <laughs> you got me. I'm not going to cry. Because <laughs> I am a strong man. I'm not vulnerable. I am Mr. T. <laughs> but it, it's that, that that really hit the nerve with me because simply mm. I, I, God, we can read as many quotes out on Instagram as we possibly want, but we yeah. have to feel them. Hundred percent, and men go. I want to. I want to be improved. I want. Maybe I'll go and do some yoga. Mm. And yeah, fine. Buy all the yoga stuff, but you've got to fucking do it properly. Yeah. to really understand it. Yeah. but to answer your question, maybe I'm not accepting all of yeah. myself at the moment. And
2: I, uh, mate, and I'm not, and I'm not fully either. Yeah, and I'm not fully either. And I feel sad about that too. Mm. I feel sad that sometimes I look in the mirror and I see a little scumbag still, that criminal who spent a lot, most of his teenage years in prison. I feel sad about that. It breaks my fucking heart, the lack of compassion I have for that little boy. Yeah. But when I'm not in a good place, that's what I see. You know, but I can give other men compassion and welcome all of them. But at times, I can't really give that to myself.
1: I hear you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or I think ben, the thing is... is taking a
1: it? turn. Fuck. <laughs> <Mark? laughs> <This is laughs> we have an advert break <laughs> or something? <laughs> we can't do... We don't do those. Fuck! <laughs> no, like, I
0: think this is perfect. You know, we're exactly where we're meant to be. This is perfect. And it, it's beautiful to, to be able to have this conversation. Um, I, I just feel it all comes to, 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 to knowing yourself, you know, and... and none of us are perfect absolutely none of us are perfect but you know being able to recognize it makes you sad you know at times you know none of us are perfect well that that's human. if we try and live for perfection and being this perfect then never that we can never do anything wrong we God, that's gonna be a pretty tough and and depressing life in itself because we're never gonna live up to our expectations Mm. and we've gotta give us we're all human beings and every the greatest human being has ever existed has made a whole lot of mistakes and was not perfect. We have to have that compassion, not you say, for ourselves. Mm. I mean, fundamentally for me in that whole conversation, what does keep coming up is and it's a philosophy that I really try and live by, but it's also about balance, is that I, I always say to myself, don't sacrifice what I want most for what I want now. Mm. So, so, but to do that I have to recognise what I do want most which is love which is connection which is creativity it is purpose all that stuff what I want right now is a hobnob in in a cup of tea and uh, (laughs) whatever else a few miles plus chuck in and the biscuits are available yeah yeah whatever it is (laughs) and no gym and and, you know a late night party you know aimless sex with a random girl and all that stuff that feels great in that moment Mm. but how do I feel tomorrow none of the things that I want most have showed up in that in that space. Mm. So it is balanced. We can't live this perfect life of constantly doing exactly what we want most and never doing what we want right now because mm. it's, it's never going to happen. But as long as we find that balance that we are doing some of the things that we want most, if we can feel proud and we know we are showing up in our life, mm. giving it a crack in tune with who we really want to be. And for me, that's, that's being on track and sometimes we're going to not we're going to fall off the sides. But yeah, of we, we know the track we want to get back on again.
2: Yeah. And even if you don't get it right, and even if you're not doing anything good for yourself and you've completely messed your life up, you're still a good person. Yeah. And you should never quit. No. Suicide should never be an option. No. I learned the most about myself in the darkest, shittiest moments of my life. And if I can turn it around, mate, Jesus Christ, if I can turn it around to... Two near death, t- one suicide attempt, two suicide attempts, one near death experience in prison. Anyone can turn it around.
0: This is what I think is most powerful about you. You know, is is y- you can say that, and no one can say I can't change when they're speaking to you. Yeah, right. Because mm. yeah. it's like, well, whatever you've got, I can pretty much trump that. We hear, <laughs> yeah, we I, hear I can't all the time. Yeah,
1: all the time. Everybody mm. I speak to is like, oh, I, I try meditation if you're that sad. I mm. can't do it just can't can't switch off my mind I'm like yeah. what, what have you got some special mind there's <laughs> like some force field around it you can't get into it yeah. you know I can't or I I don't do that I won't do that like the the language needs to change
0: mm. if you need it it needs to become a need or something or a must true. what they're saying is that I haven't got the discipline to do that yeah basically you mm. know I haven't got that yeah right and it doesn't come easily and I can't be asked to practice it and really mm. try and get into it mm. right now it doesn't feel easy so I'm not going to bother anymore yeah and yeah it I hear you mate doesn't and bring results
2: a good thing I say is like you don't have to do it perfectly oh my mind don't switch off that's alright yeah. we'll just sit there with your mind racing yeah for 10 yeah. minutes yeah it's alright and maybe a third or fourth time it might stop racing exactly but just just try that
0: try fail
2: guys <laughs> <laughs> I could
1: literally talk so we could, could do I. this for, for like, hours. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, we can't. We can't. I mean, we have to run. We can't we afford the studio times. time. <laughs> no. Our <fuck. laughs> capitalists. They're like it's Friday. We want to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friday. Shut ben up, wants you guys. Some, some some sex with a stranger. <laughs> I want some hobnobs. Uh, <laughs> were, we both want some hobnobs. Let's go to Vauxhall and get some hobnobs. Yeah. We're in the live. Can we? Do we have time for a quick checkout? Yeah, we yes, Okay, do, we got we got out awesome. Um, Who wants to go first? With the who wants to start the checkout?
0: Uh, uh, I'll dive in because I I, I, f- I don't know if I've got three, but just you know having these conversations just makes me so energized. You know we, we, this this makes me feel alive. You know mm. I have that energy. I walk out of here, you know, feeling on track and mm. feeling purposeful and feeling you know like when I spend time with with you guys with men like this having these conversations gives me so much hope. Mm. And inspiration and belief, um, so all of those words. I, I don't know if I could sum up them to three specific things, but that that's all the energy that I have inside of me right now. So thank you for both of you in in, in facilitating that because it's um, it's a beautiful energy, and I really enjoyed that conversation with both of you. Thank mm. you, thank you, Cheers,
2: man. Yeah, and uh, checking out with a heart full of love. That's just sitting there opposite you guys, seeing your vulnerability, seeing us all on our journeys. And I offer that love to myself as well. You know, that we're all men, all on the same path. And yeah, just feeling full of gratitude for this experience, full of love for you both. And I honour both of you for the work you're doing, this podcast, the lives you're changing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Cheers, full respect man. to both of you. <sighs> um, I'm going to check out whether I'm a bit
1: emotional. Mm. A bit emotional about this one. It was more of a... I I always fear with somebody with your caliber coming in that it becomes an interview. With two of us gang up on you, we want to have what's the information we will need it. You know, we will share it so people can be saved. But it beautifully turned into a like a therapy. Conversation mm. uh, and that's what I, you dig, isn't it? Is and we both do it, we all of us do. Is that I've got that feeling of that vibration in my chest, and also from just saying a few things out loud and, mm. and, and kind of it pops up because it's relevant in my life right now. And and accepting that that's okay is, is a big thing for me. So, but at the same time, I want to skittle off and have a pint, that's <laughs> what I'm feeling right mm. now. So, I, I'm okay, I'm gonna own that. Mm. Um, I'm trying not to. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check out with um, vulnerability and uh, um, emotion. Uh, the emotion that I'm feeling is is a huge amount of safety. I feel really safe. We had this in a podcast recently and and safe spaces are very rare and it's yeah. it's nice to have uh, a pop up men's group as we had today. Mm. It feels good mm. so I'm out with safety at home uh-huh. oh, thank you so much for coming on
0: mate privilege I think that was one of the best conversations I've ever had <laughs> yeah <laughs> Beautiful. I think so that's thank what it, that's what it, i think
1: what we when we set out to do our podcast. This is this is exactly it. So thank you very much, you, mate. Yeah, privilege. God bless
0: you both. Whoa. What a guy! That was that was one of my favorite conversations, not only on this podcast but in life. I think so. You, you guys created when sat sitting back. You know, watching you two sort of joust at the beginning. Mm. You know, here's two two men meeting for the first time, checking each other out, and just laying all the cards on the table and the atmosphere that created. That was epic. <gasps> it was intense. Yeah. it wasn't easy no it
1: wasn't easy at all we could have hid away from that yeah um, but we didn't we decided to confront it and we didn't have a choice because during the check-in i was intimidated and
0: so was he in in a weird way he was checking me out wasn't it yeah the two of you but but and he went for it you know first up you know how's he feeling he's like well you know this is my challenge like meeting someone new and it was kind of right okay here we go we're going in and you responded beautifully and the two of you sat in that space and I love that. Again, yeah. the power of vulnerability it was vulnerable for you to share that with him. Deeply vulnerable. But the connection it created, you know, he I spoke to him after. We've become close and you know, he was buzzing for that conversation. Yeah. And you could tell. It was a conversation. It wasn't an interview.
1: Yeah. I know sometimes we get people in and we're, we're ready to ask them questions. It started off like that, but it was a three-way conversation about mental health and where we all are in the world, what we aspire to do. And he was an inspiration i just think you're absolutely right i think that was possibly my favorite mm, that's Be- saying something
0: isn't it yeah and we've been so lucky mm. so lucky we should say he's got his book out as well yes um michael Maisy, and he's, he's he's very proactive on his instagram too so check him out we'll put links in our in our um in the written feed here but um yeah i'm just grateful to have had that conversation if there's anybody out there and your partner is
1: struggling and is finding it difficult to navigate through this life right now whether they are treating themselves with alcohol when they've had something good happen or they're doing the same when something bad happens if they're in a rut this is a perfect podcast to give them
0: Mm. Do you want an example of someone changing their life i think so have a listen to this this guy is an inspiration pass it
1: on please Mm. and uh, if you did like this please rate and comment and subscribe to our podcast and go on to our social media channels. We're there. We're ready and waiting. We'd love your feedback. We'd love to be engaged with you. So please continue to do so.
0: Just thank you for listening. I said that.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for listening. We will see you shortly. Ben, isn't it nice having a sponsor a and B, isn't it nice to have a sponsor that is in line with our core values and our message? Fiona Lamb's new meditation app called Mind Detox
0: is perfect for us, isn't it? Because you've coached meditation before. Yeah, meditation is massive for me and, and just connecting to that deeper place, you know, getting out of my head. And um, what's lovely about Fiona is that her voice brings a really soothing tone to, that, to the whole thing. And she really focuses on, on your state of mind and your thoughts uh, and actually getting yourself into a place where, that you want to be. It's
1: obviously available on the App Store and on Google Play. Go and check it out. And the Instagram page is uh, at Mind Detox App. So yeah, it's all there. Check it out for yourselves.